they, they Leon Lutt that one. They 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 pulled a Leon Lutt. Uh, obscure references that I no longer understand. He's not the baseball one, football. is he? It's football. Oh, this guy ran to his own end zone. Okay, I got there. No. Got there at the end. No, well, no. Oh, he's the one that where the field goal got blocked and he for some reason fell over into it, right? No. Well, yes, he he was that person. He was that person, and then he also on Thanksgiving that season was uh like that same season earlier he got like a fumble recovery and then went the wrong running way. back no no he he went the right way but he slowed down and he held the football back uh, yeah, he, like taunting fair. them and they slapped him out of his hand and he fumbled on the one yard line understandable <laughs> Where's are we talking about handag hey everyone this is sad boys rovers uh i'm jiggly I am still Adnan. I'm still RJ. Cool. Uh, once again, we are. We, I keep expecting RJ to do something with his name, and it hasn't shown up again. Since. You set a high bar. That was a mistake yeah, you, you made. You set a high bar for the first few episodes, and now we're just waiting for something else. Oh, you'll get up. You'll get him. <laughs> In due time, you'll get it. Um, I'm scared, but also intrigued. We also have to figure out what are what are. Uh, so we are going to have a giveaway for the first game of the season, right before the first game of the season, so we can hand it to you at that game. Uh, we've got a scarf for the uh, AC Milan uh, that I have to look at it. The 2010 AC Milan game, uh, Fire Milan split scarf. And we also have a uh, Section 8 on tour t-shirt that we're going to be giving away then. So, and you'll also get pins. You'll get a Yokohama yes, and Chicago Fire pin. And you can get a picture with us with our Mo Adams flag. And a picture Ooh. with Vending Machine Chan, which we'll talk about later. And a picture <laughs> of my... Okay. <laughs> I might censor that. Yeah, you I probably will have to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, I, I, really, I really enjoy the fact that we finally got to the point where we don't care anymore, which was the point that I wanted to get to so that I'm fine with censoring and everything as long as we're having a great time. So yeah, yeah. We, uh, I'm planning on having those giveaways right before the, uh, the first home game of the season so we can have that ready to give to you guys. And we've just passed 20 followers on our account. We... Our own individual accounts are like pretty solid. That account is 20 follow- 22 followers now as of recording. So Give it time. Yeah. But- I That's mean, we were more than the we most active on sun on Sunday. I think that was the most uh, like where that where that account was really active. Well, that's yeah. just because of the game. So we need we need to talk more. Uh, we need to start retweeting each other's articles more and all that stuff. Or some so, terrible yeah. memes. We do need some terrible memes. Uh, I'm going to tweet all of my anime fire memes from that account now. I've I've posted some product placement. <laughs> Speaking of product placement, uh, can we also add in uh, next RC Cola, another uh, Chicago staple? Can we get El Milagro? Uh, What'd the, you call me? <laughs> the tortilla chips. Is that that DP we're trying to sign but missed out on? <laughs> so it's the tortilla chips company. It, they, I think they do. They, they make refried brains too, maybe? I mean, I'm a fan of tortilla chips, so I don't mind at all. They're, they're, a, classic, uh, they're a classic Chicago company. And I want us to get a sponsorship from them, please. But uh, also, I anyway, anyway, so we can move on to the actual show. And so, uh, you guys wanted to talk about something very quickly before I got into my own quick thing. We we're, we're gonna save 
fire stuff later on so we have more time to talk about it. All right, so the wonderful Nigel Pearson and Brexit Benzema finally defeated Liverpool. Brexit Benzema, a.k.a. Fat Drake, as uh, Ben and Blaze on Twitter. Yep. Um, I think that was Liverpool's... I think they were going for number three, uh, 23 unbeaten, I believe. I, they were, yeah, not the mid-20s at least. Mid-20s. Um, and it's all over now. SAR Masterclass, Brexit Benzema, Housery. <laughs> You gotta love it. Clean sheet at the back, stopping the fraudulent front three of Mane, Sane, Mane, Sane, Mane, Salah, Firmino. Uh, and now we wait to see if this is actually an anomaly or if Liverpool actually rustled by it. I think it'll be both. To be completely honest, I think they'll be rustled by it, but I don't think they're gonna like fumble at the end zone. Like it's, Leon Lett, it's something that's like that that probably might not even be in this podcast. But it is Liverpool, and Liverpool will always Liverpool. I I don't know. I think I think that this it's not just that like oh this is their year. It's more they have gotten so far ahead that they can they can afford to drop a few points. It's, it's also because the rest of the Premier League is absolutely atrocious. Leicester City. Haven't won a game in a month, and they are still third place. Let me just see the actual table here. Oh, I'm looking at through the sad boy followers, and a Liverpool follower supported us. So, um, unfortunate for him, but he <laughs> understands how it goes. Yeah, that's a. <laughs> just looking at this table, nowhere close. Although Man City has four more goals for than Liverpool, which. That's yeah. surprising to me, actually. Well, that was like the fire last year. I think we had a better goal differential than the Revolution, but finished below them. I can't remember that for sure, to be fair. But it was something like that, because we had a good goal differential because we kept smashing teams. But we'd always lose close. But yeah, I, I don't have... Oh, there's, there's, a, there's a phone that I can use as a calculator. What, what's uh, 79 plus 57? That's uh, 22 goal dif- uh, 22 point difference. That's uh, divides to about seven and seven and a third wins that Manchester City needs to come up with. I think that Liverpool's run away with it. It's amusing that they lost to Watford, but it won't matter. <laughs> it won't matter in the end. Nothing it'll just matters matter in to, the end. It'll just you matter to now. like. Imagine it's it's a it's a similar thing to when the Patriots uh, the unbeaten Patriots lost in the Super Bowl and the Miami Dolphins fans were happy. I think Arsenal fans are happy, and that's it. That's all that's going to happen because Liverpool won't be going undefeated, you know? I'm assuming no MLS team has ever gone undefeated. No one in MLS has ever gone undefeated. The lowest point total I've ever seen in MLS was 16 points done by DC United. I forgot what season. Yep, it was only like five years ago. It was fairly recent. Which, that, that's a horrible season. In oh, just wait for the fire games. this season. I'm kidding. We actually will get we, at we least get 16. Uh, before <laughs> we get to the fire uh, completely, I want to talk about the Red Stars and I want to talk about MLS in general. So first off, the Red Stars released their schedule. They've got their preseason coming up soon. They've also got the... They also released the NWSL schedule finally. And there were some uh, conflicts with fire games. And I want to get your guys' opinions on this. About, uh, do you think first off, do you think that they'll move uh, the Red Stars to Soldier Field for some double headers? Because there's a couple of games where it's first a fire game 
and then a Red Stars game. There's enough time in between for like people to get from Soldier Field to Toyota Park. At least I hope so. There's enough time. And like you could pro- you could possibly make both. There's uh discussions going on with like the Reggie's buses buses between like section eight and local one thirty four. But do you think it's possible that they might move a Red Stars game to Soldier Field to go after a fire game? Maybe Not for many. one game. Yeah. Maybe for like probably against Portland, I I think, but other well, than that, that, no. That's the home opener. Oh, oh. Well, I, I, but yeah, I think ours is on the right path. Well, maybe one or two games, but I don't think they do it a full-time thing. Yeah. Because SeatGeek Stadium needs someone to play there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I was saying, like, with the doubleheader, because there's two doubleheaders. There's one on April 25th. Uh, that's the Red Stars home opener. It's Fire versus LAFC at Soldier Field at 2.30, and then Red Stars Portland at 6 o'clock uh, at SeatGeek. And then, well, Jiggly, you've asked the wrong question here. It's not whether the Red Stars games are getting moved to Soldier Field. It's whether they'll move the Fire game to SeatGeek Stadium. I want to see a Fire game to SeatGeek Stadium this season. I want to go back home. Uh, if we, I, I think they're going to have to have U.S. Open Cup games at SeatGeek. If we have an Open Cup home game, though, and that's not guaranteed. We didn't have didn't one last year. This, I didn't even add this onto the uh, game plan, but there's apparently construction going on around SeatGeek Stadium to add in a couple more uh, fields around it. The Fire are still training at SeatGeek. And uh, they at, they're adding a new grass field and a new turf field. And that sounds one lovely. Of those, one of those fields is going to be on top of where uh, the fire, the, the, the Section 8 usually has their tailgates. So it's going to be interesting to see that, at least from my perspective, since I'm going to be going to the Red Stars games, and I don't think you two are going either. <laughs> uh, don't speak. If I speak, I'm in big trouble. So <laughs> no. I prefer not to speak. No, don't, no. I mean, I'll I'll go to one or two. I won't, yeah, I won't be and, able to go uh, to every single one. Like I don't you, know but... if, if we are if if we're going if there's going to be a double header. I do want to see if I can drag Adnan to one of those. Honestly, games. taking that a bus from Soldier Field to SeaGeek Stadium would be pretty cool. So I'm, I'd yeah. be down for that. I'd be absolutely yeah, down for that. Fun. Uh, so yeah, that's the April 25th. I already mentioned that May 9th is Fire versus Inter Miami at Soldier Field at two. Red Stars versus Utah at 7 at SeatGeek. And there's another one that I'm looking for. It's in June, I think. The yes. biggest Red Stars game by far is when they play Sky Blue, of course. Oh, Actually, Sky Blue is looking really good this season. They, That's they what you think. Boney. That's what you think. Alyssa Hugh is the best, okay? Sky Blue is the NWSL version of Orlando City. <laughs> no, the, the, the NWSL version of Orlando City is the Orlando Pride because they're all so terrible, but they have one big name that everyone loves. <laughs> oh, no. Here come the stands again, Jiggly. <laughs> Here comes the stands again. Uh, and yeah, the big one is June 27th. And this is the one where it's definitely going to be a conflict. And I think that we're going to have to solve this by me and Adnan just messaging each other through Discord about what's happening in the other game. Because at 7 o'clock on June 27th, both the fire... And the Red Stars kick off in separate stadiums. So the Fire will be playing against Orlando City. I know you hate Orlando City, so you cannot miss the Fire beating up on Orlando City. Absolutely. And the Red Stars are going to be playing against NC Courage. And they're like one of the best teams. They're the best team in America. So I'm not going to be missing Red Stars having a chance to beat North Carolina because they always somehow beat North Carolina in the regular season and never in the postseason. So yeah, and then and it's a compromise. RJ is gonna find the the middle spot between Soldier Field and CKCM and just stand there. We're gonna send out RJ on a on a boat onto Lake Michigan. And he's gonna have to sit there and deal with it. On a boat, you say? 
Uh, well, you know, you know I'm sorry. Let, let's let's choose. Let's let's meet up for a Red Stars game. I mean, we're, we're we'll yeah. Let's all meet be up for, Red for Stars Fire game. games. That's um, why I'm saying for the for the for the double headers, we're gonna meet up for the Red Stars game, and then I'm gonna make sure to bring a recorder and we can and we can do some things. I I was thinking about doing this uh, for the Fire game when RJ and I met up. I, when I thought that Adnan was also possibly gonna come, I was gonna bring along my uh, recorder and we were gonna like talk about what we thought about the game beforehand. And then put that, pop that into the podcast, and then switch over. But clearly, you guys want to do something this Saturday? We can, we can do. Uh, I'll probably that's, that's for something again. to schedule that... outside, outside of the podcast. Um, no, yeah, we're gonna, we're just gonna schedule our entire lives in this podcast right here. So my address sure. is actually podcast, yes. <laughs> but uh, but we hopefully we can have some some more fun things that we can do, some more fun hashtag content that we can do. But yeah, that's that's the that's the big news. Although the other big news is uh, the Red Stars are. I think I mentioned this in the last podcast. The Red Stars playing preseason game against uh, was against the Wisconsin Badgers in Madison. Yeah. So that's fun. Anyway, uh, before we get into the fire, still we're not getting into the fire yet because we're going to be spending the rest of the podcast talking about the fire. General MLS. Any of you guys watch any of the other games? Uh, partially. I, I I caught glimpses of, of each game, I believe, except a few. But Sweet. thankfully, thankfully, the MLS Twitter account's amazing at like posting stuff, so I was able to keep in touch. Oh yeah, they 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 do a good job at keeping you informed. Uh, I guess I don't want to get into the big news just yet, but uh, what San Jose looks pretty dang good. Maybe they, they made a comeback. I I I really think that uh, Almeida is going to be able to turn that team around i think that he's a great coach and he's done so much already i think he's i think he's got it you guys thought on that no okay i i do i do not like san jose i don't want i didn't like them when they were houston i don't like them when they were san jose do you like current houston (laughs) no fair i mean it's not that i don't it's not that i like san jose it's just that i think that they're gonna i think that they're gonna Pull up. I think they're gonna pull up. I no, dislike San Jose purely because of Chris Wondolowski. He knows what he's done. <laughs> Wando and Donovan, actually. And, uh, yeah, to be fair, I also dislike Land Donovan. That so 2003 MLS Cup final. Land him supporting Mexico. Never forget. <sighs> uh, then uh, also I caught I I watched a bit of the DC United game, like that the first game of the entire season. It, didn't really care very much about didn't it. Didn't you was... wear a jersey? A DC United <laughs> jersey? Oh, we're getting... Ooh, we are getting so you guys, you guys know how I got that jersey, right? It was... You bought it at the, the fire thing, right? Yeah, at the fire locker room sale, because it was a few years back. The last game of the season was a home game against DC United. And for some reason, I guess Russell Canoose just left his jersey in the locker room, and they're just like, well, we're going to sell it. And they put it alongside all these other, you know, when they auction off jerseys uh, during games, but they don't get enough, you know, stuff or like nobody comes to claim it. It goes to the locker room sale and it's in a section that's like signed jerseys. And so all these other teams jerseys and I'm looking through them just to see what's there. And I find this Russell Canoose jersey. It's not signed anywhere. And I'm just like, I want it. it do you, do you hear like... this? Do you hear this Canoose? This sweaty little man right over here. <laughs> You're talking about Canusa or Jiggly? Because I was just so confused <laughs> as to how it got there. Because all of those jerseys were $120, but any jersey that wasn't signed was technically $60. Yeah. 
So I get half off on that thing if I can prove. You if spent $60 on a low-rate Bundesliga midfielder. Who somehow Didn't you excuse me? My father oh, spent $60 on it. Chris Durkin scored. You, you had your poor say. father spend $60 I think that was the same. I think that was the same locker room sale that I got my giant Ante Razov poster that I have hanging on my closet. <laughs> this man got run out of Hoffenheim. All right. This is why we need Patreon just to make up for all this. This is Jigglers why we need Patreon. Decisions. So, I, so yeah, so we can fuel uh, fuel my anime addiction and my addiction to getting weird jerseys. Uh, we have. We, I'm sure and we talked what, about what, what do we get music, in return? Right? What, 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 what am I or Adnan going to get out of this painting? Can I at least get some rye bread? Adnan's going to get rye bread. Yeah, that's all I What am I going to get? RC Cola. No, you want rye bread? <laughs> you get as much RC Cola as you want. That's a great deal, right? Is that a good deal? Sure. Hey. <laughs> cool. I, I haven't talked about my, have I talked on the podcast about my Freddie Adu jersey? Because I was considering yes. wearing it. <laughs> you always. I I I, I consistently consider wearing that. it. Yes. And the second. I, and oh, the third. Spe- speaking and of DC United, Higuain from that yellow team joined DC. United. That's an interesting signing. Yeah. As I, a player and development coach. Oh. Is, is he getting double pay at least? <laughs> Not when Russell was over there. <laughs> Uh, I was I was confused Russell Canuse with Chris Durkin, but that's another another podcast for another that's day. That's a completely different uh, that's completely different question. Uh, so the final big news from General MLS stuff. Oh yeah, I also watched the uh, uh, the last like twenty minutes of the Inter Miami LAFC game because they had it on at the restaurant I was eating at. And yeah, uh, Beckham lost. Standard. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the big news was Josef Martinez's torn ACL. So apparently, like he tore his ACL. I think I I only saw like the video once, and I completely forgotten it. But apparently, he tried playing on it as well afterwards. And then when they did the did the like MRI or whatever afterwards, they said, yeah, it's a torn ACL, and he's out for a long time now. So what people when- don't realize about ACL injuries or ACL tears, they can actually kind of hobble a bit on it. And like go a little, but if you try to like actually sprint or do something major, it it collapses. But people don't realize that it's not something that you would get stretched off of. Hmm. So, uh, what do you guys think about like the way that it's going to affect? Uh, I guess MLS in general, especially Atlanta's play. Atlanta's just way that they play because there's a ton of evidence. Like he's been injured in the past for Atlanta, and they played horribly without him and so there's all these numbers backing up that says atlanta is going to suffer massively uh what do you think that's going to do for us of mls if they don't make the playoffs in there but i think he'll be back in time for a playoff push and if he's back for the playoffs that could change a lot of things frank DeBoer, zero oh, no. goals <laughs> <laughs> zero shots Zero games won. The worst coach in Premier League history. That man will finally get exposed. <laughs> As the bald fraud he is. He's not bald, but he will become bald by the end of the He season. will be bald. He is bald. The worst coach in the MLS. The worst coach. 
that secret agent fly. Mo Adams is going to expose him. Just wait till Mo Adams scores a banger into the back of his own net, and then he comes to celebrate with us in our flag at Soldier <laughs> Field to open the season. I want it. I want that. I want that dream to happen. Mo, <laughs> do it. Oh, uh, this going to be the first game that Mo Adams plays yeah. that we'll be able to bring to the – because he, he left the club before that flag came in, right? Yeah. Yeah, because I was getting it from China, so it took like 50 months. <laughs> so that'll be the first time you get to see it at the stadium. Perfect. And he scores a goal for the fire. But, well, he's going to be wearing red, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. The fire sure as hell aren't wearing red. Oh no! But anyway, uh, I think I think that flag brings us to the next part where uh, we're just going to talk. <laughs> what? <laughs> where RJ and I talk about uh, how how we met up at at Reggie's and watched the game. <laughs> oh yeah, sad boys on tour. I sad took two trains <laughs> to get down there. Uh, so yeah. Mine aside, because I was watching with my dad. I, I'm sorry. My dad, my dad took me and my sister along, uh, and Fair. yeah, uh, that was that was fun. And uh, we set up camp. Yep. In our we low had, table, we had a we had a candle there uh, to give mood lighting to vending machine Chan, which uh, for to start the story, I'm going to have RJ RJ explain how vending machine Chan came to be and why she came to my possession. Okay, so. Um, Saturday, I was in Arlington Heights just visiting friends and family, which coincidentally, also that Saturday, a coronavirus thing broke out in Arlington Heights. Uh-oh. But, um, <laughs> um, you know, I had a dollar to spend. Just came out of nowhere, probably Jiggly's pocket. That's why nice. you can afford train simulator the other week. Um, <laughs> uh, spent it on vending machine. This little uh, character came out of this little capsule. I was like, oh, Jiggly probably like this. And then, yeah, she was pretty, she was good luck throughout the game until Jiggly broke she her. Was. Yeah. So I, I picked it up and I, I recognized her as like a character from My Hero Academia. I don't really watch it that much. I watched like the first season, I think. I probably should watch a bit more of it. Anyway, I think she's supposed to be a character from My Hero Academia, but it's made so poorly that it, it can't be. <laughs> like the, like it, it's not the right colors either. Anyway, okay, okay, I okay. named her Vending Machine Chan, <laughs> and we decided that she was going to be our good luck charm until she wasn't. And well, we scored and we were winning. And I thought, well, I guess I guess she works. And then we gave up a goal, and I made the joke before the game that if we gave up a goal, I was going to bop her in the head, and I did. And then she fell off the table, and then the base broke broke off from her. And as that happened, they called back that that Sounders goal, <laughs> and so that was a false alarm. And yeah, we lost because vending machine Chan was broken. So yeah, she, she was not broken. You broke her. I broke her. Yes, she got broken. Uh, the no, good you news broke is, her. I broke yeah. her. Uh, the good news is is that uh, she is on the mend. I got some scotch tape and like stuck her to the base and then use super glue and basically that just held her in place as the glue dried and now she's okay she's a bit crooked uh that might come into play later but uh she's going to stick around uh even if we lose the next game she's just going to stick stick around now because that was just very highly amusing sad uh, boys she... has a better medical team than the fire yes <laughs> yes we do 
It's not even a joke, man. Just wait till someone like picks up a minor knock in training and misses the season because that just happens uh, sometimes. Uh, so are we going to talk about the game? Yeah, sure, why not? We should probably we do that. The game now. Uh, so do we, do we want to actually like go through like a review of the game or do we want to... I missed the goal because I was taking too long to urinate <laughs> because I went to go at the start of the second half and it took too long, and I came back to the living room, and I saw Barrett celebrating. So that's how my game went, pretty much. Cool. So that goal, I think I missed it, too, because I was trying to take a picture of betting machine Chad at <laughs> halftime. It happened so quickly after halftime, too. Like, it was, yeah, one minute, I think. minute. Yeah, it was 46th minute. I think a lot of people probably missed it then. But, uh, yeah, what happened was is, uh, I believe it was, I think it was Madran, who put the ball in towards the box and Georgie just kind of tested it down as Barrett ran in on it. And that's the goal. Simple that's enough. How you score those. Yeah. That's, that's how you score. That's, and that's what we wanted Barrett to do. I'm a big fan of the fire dot, like having really good passing play in the first half, you know, oh, it's all this ticky tack. And then the second half they score because they lumped it forward. <laughs> so be- before we call out some players, I want to praise the midfield. Um, the midfield has always been the shining grace of the fire, whether it's the Real uh, Panovic, um, it's no different now. In the preseason, it was terrible, but man, it changed no, yeah, this game. When it actually comes to game time, it's like the, the attacking front can suck, the defense can suck, the goalkeeping situation definitely sucks, but it's always the midfield that something always comes out of it. Oh yeah. That- Madron especially looked real good. Yeah, he, he just woke up for some reason. He, he wasn't doing anything the preseason, then woke up. Uh, that's why the preseason doesn't matter. And, yeah, that... What was it doesn't it, uh... matter until we win a fake trophy. Have we won the Carolina Challenge Cup right before, officially, right? Yeah, we, like two times. Okay, so that, that's another... Why, why don't we have the, those two stars on top of our jersey? <laughs> they need to be a different color, though. They're purple. That's true. Yeah, they're purple. We no, should have because purple, purple velocity. Sorry, the Brimstone Cup. We should have that on the jersey. Uh, I was gonna say Joyzy. Uh, Joyzy. Uh, unfortunately, the Brimstone Cup did not make it to uh, to Reggie, so I was not able to take the handoff. I think I'm. Uh, look, they're gonna have to bring it to the uh, to the home opener. Okay. <laughs> do we? Do anyone? Do, do either of you remember if we're playing Dallas home or away this year? We're playing Dallas away. So whoever has it last has to go to Dallas. Okay, we'll see ya. Alright. You mean Frisco? Uh well you have to go you have to fly into Dallas and then take a take take a ride out to Frisco. Sad boys on tour. Sad boys on tour. Well can we we'll go to all the MLS stadiums in honor of of honor of SeatGeek Stadium, we're gonna go to all the MLS stadiums that aren't actually in the city where the team plays. So like Carson, (laughs) California, New England Frisco, Texas. Well, New England like, has it. New England and Minnesota have like a have a is New, Gillette Stadium. There's New another England one I'm forgetting. Minnesota get like oh a, a Philadelphia. Inner Miami is playing in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, I and wherever Philadelphia, Chester, Chester, Chester Pennsylvania. Oh yeah, Chester. All right, that, that's how we're gonna plan the tour. Uh, I thought we were going to Minnesota though, all together on a train. We were gonna go on a train, guys. M- maybe you train. could go on a train, but. I have literally no memory of this conversation happening. I mean, sure, I'll start. I'll start saving up. When is it? Well, anyway. I'm going to Cincinnati because I got the the free 
ticket for to the with the, the, the I got a free ticket for being a season ticket holder, so I might have to do that again for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> so maybe we can do that one with the boat ride. I talked about this a few episodes ago for the, yeah, boat, the boat ride. ride. Uh, Get in. That's where we're gonna send RJ actually during that uh, one uh, Red Stars fire game. We're gonna send RJ to Cincinnati. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I so do yeah. not want to go to the state of Ohio unless if I have to. <laughs> Ohio. I went back to Ohio, but my city was gone. Uh, yeah, this Jordan Morris then like came in around half at halftime. And bleep just, out that name. <laughs> I cannot bleep out that name because we just know who it is already. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did that for you with uh, a certain broadcasting network last week, but I cannot do it this time. We have to look. We have That's to look fair. at the straight in we'll, the face. We'll bleep, we'll bleep the, the, the fire player I, I go on a rant about later. No, no. no we okay, need to hear that as that well. Uh, but yeah, the passing in the midfield was amazing in the first half. I loved it. I think RJ heard me like multiple times saying, ooh, that's good. <laughs> like that was some good passing. And uh, one player that I didn't like uh, during that was Georgie, where everyone was making some great passes, get working their way out, and then Georgie passed it back. Yeah, he was awful the first half. Yeah. I, I wish I he could have been subbed off like during halftime, but whatever. Yeah, that's that was what I was thinking. I, I know we can talk about that in a bit. But yeah, then Jordan Morris came on, uh blew past uh blew Brent. past Monaco, and then uh a certain then blew someone blew past him again. And then blew past him well, again. It's a bit harsh, but he blew past well, I'm just talking about the first goal, blew past Veronico, and then the second goal was um a certain someone losing their mark and we'll talk about that in a bit so what who are we gonna are we gonna talk about georgie first because i know that uh uh adnan has a dissenting opinion i don't know i guess it's just how how the sport is because i didn't i didn't mind georgie much at all in that first half because he he had that weird left mid but also central position and i didn't think it was i didn't think it was great but i mean he, he seemed all right and i mean the, the the opinion did change second half because he instantly got that assist, which was well done, and you can see that meant a lot of it to him because he had a really frustrating year last year. But he it... needs to prove himself because when when Gaston and Stojanovic is the other midfielder's name, or we're just gonna say it yeah, however we want to say it. So yeah, when when they come when they become available, one of them's got to get benched between those two, Medran and Mihailovic. I'm interested to see which one does. Or maybe Stojanovic is going to not make the first team. That's what I think Stojanovic will be the one off the bench to begin with. And then yeah. it's up to the others to prove themselves or not. And so with, so what I saw with Georgie was uh, like, apparently the everyone got angry at me on Twitter about this, about like, oh, he had great metrics. Uh, look at all, look at, you know, he had the best passing, whatever, something like that. Most tackles. That doesn't matter to me. It matters what you do in, in key moments. And what I thought were times that he needed to make the right decisions and he wasn't making the right decisions. He passed back, he passed back instead of making the play on. Uh, he didn't take a good shot when he was supposed to take a shot. He didn't make a good cross when he should have made a cross. Uh, he was very lucky to be in the right position for that assist to uh, Barrich. But I think that that was... That wasn't exactly technique. That was just get the ball down, let Barrett take take care of it's it. It's instinct. It's instinct, and it was fine. But I think that his job in the first half wasn't very good. And so 
the person who I suggested come on for him instead. Yeah, that was a real, real clever idea, Jiggly. Okay, the thing is, is that Elliot Collier was the only attacking player on the bench. Who else do you put out there? Who I, else? I don't want to sound. I don't want to sound. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to sound too harsh because it's only game one. But I'd rather put my nan. Ah, that's gotta get But your nan out. wasn't on the bench. Who do you put on from the bench in that situation? Shuttleworth, Nicholas, Nigeria. <laughs> Is <laughs> who scored against the Galaxy? Maybe. Frank Klopas was on the bench. <laughs> yeah, literally speaking. To be completely Julian honest, yes, I would have liked. I would have liked Frank Klopas to come off the bench for Georgie. Could have someone, some from the crowd in Seattle do it. Wiki played as a midfielder. He could go on. Yeah, I just. I think that. I think that Georgie was in a bad uh, spot for himself. He shouldn't be on the left wing. Anyway. But back to back to Collier. So the reason why I also want to mention Collier is that I broke down his entire what he did wrong with that quarter kick, which is that he started off in the best possible uh, spot, which was he had Jordan Morris in his line of vision. He knew he was there. I do want to mention you're not offside on a corner kick. You do not look for an offside call on a corner kick. You get lucky with an offside call on a corner kick. You should not be thinking about the off the defensive line pull pushing up or setting an offside trap that's dumb you shouldn't think about that and Collier is the furthest is the furthest player away he's on the far post from the ball he needs to be paying attention to whoever's the far whoever's on the far post on the attack that's Jordan Morris he needs to pay attention to him instead he pushes in towards the scrum which is the dumbest thing to do for somebody on the far post and Jordan Morris obviously seeing the opportunity moves back Bornstein is keeping him on side, but that doesn't matter because Collier is supposed to be paying attention to him. And at some point, Collier is just too far away and he sees and he's flat footed by the time that he sees the ball going over to Jordan Morris. Jordan Morris scores. That's what happened, everyone. I think what was even worse than that is it was the gift that was circulating where it was the play where he wins the ball from a defender and gets a shot off, which doesn't look that bad at first glance. But you see the wide angle replay and Frankowski is wide open. Inside I was, the area. I was okay with him taking it's, that shot. It's I was not okay the worst it. shot in the world, but you've got to see that pass, man. You, you've got to be a professional there and just see that. I don't know. I think, I, that it, I think I might be a bit too harsh because I didn't like Collier much going into the season, but he's not done well to change my mind is what I'll say. I think he's, that, he's I think UFO that material. shot... Yeah. I think that shot uh, comes from a place where it's... You have scored so many times in the preseason. You're on a scoring streak. It doesn't. That's where the preseason kind of matters because this kid is on a scoring streak. He's going to want to try to score again. So that's just selfishness from confidence. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I think that he could have taken a better touch to give himself a bit more space to take that shot. I don't see anything wrong with that shot. I think he just rushed it. I think he was afraid to try to do anything else other than shoot because he knows his limitations. But you all want to get on about the player I didn't notice at all in the first half and in the second half. It wasn't his fault because I couldn't even understand what position he was playing. Fabian Herbers. I didn't <laughs> notice him at all in that game. Oh, yeah. Well, he, he was a bit involved with the passing, I guess, with that, with that nice-looking passing, but he wasn't, like, noticeable. I, I forgot he was playing most of the time during the game. <laughs> yeah. Because... I think that's uh, definitely Georgie. Georgie George and Herbers should have switched positions. I think Herbers would have done better out wide oh, well, and yeah, Georgie would have done shout. better centrally. Because Herbers was playing along with Majon down there. 
Was he? I thought he was playing like a secondary striker. I don't I mean, think he was. We were an amorphous blob, and I think we looked okay with that. That's I, fair. I, I'm kind of okay as long as tactically it holds up, as long as uh, the team can snap back into a structure going defensively. I'm okay with an amorphous, amorphous blob on offense. But yeah, Herbers wasn't really noticeable. Uh, Madron was absolutely so much better this game than he was previously. I think that he may have hit something very well uh, with this game. Pineda was solid. Fair play to him. First game ever, and he did what he needed to do. Oh, I have yeah, no complaints with him. He's going to be rookie of the year. I'm calling that now. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm the last rookie of the year. I'm the last rookie of the year. Who else? Who else is in this league? Uh, anyone? Any any lads from FC Dallas? Someone's going to start so. consistently because he's not going to start once. I think I think Pineda's going to start consistently. We we can only play uh, ten outfielders, Jigley. I hope you realize that. <laughs> I think I think he's going to start consistently in terms of he's going to be moving between center back and holding mid. I think he'll start off the bench, um, especially when everyone, you know, when and everyone he's going comes to look in. Good but off the bench as well, I think he's yeah, he's going to look good off the bench. Um, no, yeah, solid. But let's, let's come down with the, the Zion Williamson comparison. Actually, okay, the no, no, I'm saying more like you know, like that that sort of uh, sneaky feeling, like a uh, Akindele when he won the when he won Rookie of the Year. It's just you don't think about it. He, when you think about it. Like who else is a rookie in this league? That you think has a better shot at it? I cannot think of anybody else other than Mauricio Pineda. You know what? I agree. I agree. This, I this may be a stupid question, but can can Homegrowns win Rookie of the Year? Yeah, Homegrowns can oh. win Rookie of the Year. Okay, want to make sure. I agree. Yeah, because Harry Ship was in contention. The fire this year promoted most of their youth, oh, a lot of their youth, compared to other teams. Absolutely. Yeah. There's the one CDM from Dallas, and it's terrible. I can't remember his name, but I think he's going to be a key player from this year. I'll try to find his name real quick while we transition. He doesn't, to the he doesn't get loaned out until like Memphis next, or next something. Next player, which is uh, which is Barich. Uh, Barich had a good, had a uh, really good looking game. I liked the way that he he was a part of like that. There was a passing tandem that was going on on that left side that like Georgie kept ruining, but uh, it was Barich, Medran, and Bornstein just making some great passes. And, oh yeah, Bornstein is pretty good. Yeah, Bornstein looked really good. Although, like he, I mean, we thought he looked good. I saw some comments from others saying he looked iffy, and I guess like I can understand that. And I think I don't know. Maybe, maybe he had a typical little... average Bornstein game, but I, I my, his performance went down for me because of his weird offside trap thing at the end of the game. Oh yeah, where he just stood well, nowhere. I think that's the thing. I think maybe the rest of the team thought that they were going to try to do an offside trap, and he's like, "Guys, there's no offside on on a corner kick. Let's just try to defend the goal." I don't so know. He was uh, in this one spot. Tanner Tessman is the name of the guy from Dallas I was talking about earlier. By the Who? way, Tanner Tessman. I've heard good things about him, and he started already, and he's quite young. But anyway, sorry. Okay. Bornstein. Bornstein is just someone you can. Expect good things from like he think, won't he won't let us down like defenders in years past, which is good. I think Navarro might get a might get a shot uh, within the next three games. I think we're going to see Navarro start within the next three three games. Not because Bornstein is going to be bad, 
but because I think Vicky's going to think, you know what? I want to see what this young guy can do. We got this young guy. Let's put him out there. We Wasn't signed Navarro so many left injured? backs. Let's see. No, he was on the bench. Oh, no, I'm, I'm thinking about someone else. Never mind. Sapong was injured. We didn't see Sapong at all. Uh, he was listed as... I didn't even know about a, an injury until like the morning of the game when somebody um, said he yeah. was questionable. I think he was the only injury. Yeah, he was the only injury. And then, of course, we've got the visa stuff, which we'll get to after uh, we talk about uh, a couple other things, which is Kronholm wasn't bad. I, I'm not. I just I'm hesitant to give Kronholm praise because he's just he's like a he's like a ticking time bomb. Yeah. I refuse to comment. <laughs> if I speak, Discord will suspend me. <laughs> he wasn't bad. That's the thing. He wasn't bad. He looked better than uh, than some of his. He looked like he did on his good games. So that's something. Uh, I still expect Bobby Shuttleworth to earn the earn the spot by the end of the season, but Kronholm didn't look bad. Uh, and and he also had a a decent. That's the thing he about the one defense. Bleep that like, bleep it looks weird. <laughs> bleep out the entire thing of me praising Kronholm. What? Yeah. <laughs> in in this house, we don't respect. No, okay. <laughs> in this house, we do not. Talk I'll give about I'll give Kenneth Kronholm two more games to prove himself to me. But if he makes a mistake yeah, in either of those two games, throw him in the boat. This wasn't uh, this wasn't me saying like, oh, I'm okay with him. It's more he looked fine. He didn't look terrible. He did make a few weird moves, but we didn't get cost by them too much. Uh, we didn't give up a goal because of either uh, because of his mistakes. Uh, we gave up goals because of uh, other things like Brant Bronico being played out of position, and. I mean, I wanted to talk about uh, Papa Joe, but uh, we can go right into the visa stuff, uh, where Bronico is only playing right back until Boris Sekulic get his, gets his visa. And that's it. So we just got to survive until then, I guess. We just got to wait. And the problem is, is that, like, within this current political climate, or at least with, like, coronavirus and that sort of thing, getting a visa might be hard at the moment. Oh God! Imagine. Atlanta, Atlanta's pulled some strings for their players. I'm pretty sure Joe, with his billions of dollars, can just walk up. To oh the yeah, immigration office. We can possibly. I think we're gonna be. We might end up pulling strings, but at the same time, I mean, you just gotta deal with the U.S. government, <laughs> uh, and especially as I said, coronavirus. I mean, <clears throat> sure, they may not be from anywhere oh, no. that the coronavirus is, but at the same time, they're gonna be limiting visas and they'll be near arlington heights they'll be near arlington heights which is an extremely dangerous place to be uh, <laughs> hey guys <laughs> uh-oh the joke the, the joke that we were making was because i was feeling a little bit sick before the uh before the game and as we were making our plans uh uh for reggie's uh we were joking about how yeah i was gonna give everyone coronavirus uh let's see with with uh yeah the wash your hands so... people if you're listening to this <laughs> please right now, just wash people your hands. wash your hands uh there's the suggested 20 second time limit uh instead of singing happy birthday to yourself sing the chorus to jolene by dolly parton because uh that's also 20 seconds long wash your hands stop licking doorknobs just it's don't illegal get on... to lick doorknobs in other planets okay don't get on strangers them. boats just, just don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't go onto a stranger's boat. 
That's going to be the title. <laughs> no, the title is The Tale of Vending Machine Chan, and I will refuse to change That's fair. it. The Vending Machine Chan is going to replace Adnan unless he shows up to one of our events. Understandably so. Is That was the only thing I was typing on Sunday. Just but will you show up when Ad- But Jiggly, would you show up if Adnan and I go to the CIBC pitch? I go to CIBC I, pitch I, every I, I Friday try. night. I will try. You know what? Someday, if I get, if I ever finally get my at uh, at twenty years old, I do not have a driver's just, license. Just someday, take the maybe. just take the metro up here. The, the blue so one goes right there. Back, oh, yeah. But getting huh? back, yeah, the metro's just, a pain. To all right, f- find a way to go to the orange line. Orange line to the blue line, and the blue line just get off Addison. I don't take the bus. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll yeah. Cross so, those bridges when we get there. So the other thing about this game about this game was that. The fire. Both teams were playing at like very low, like I guess strength. The fire had almost none of their starting eleven. Like they had third string players out there, and the and then Seattle. You know they're coming off of a loss in Concacaf Champions League like three days earlier. So neither team was really at full strength. But it was very heartening to see the fire play like that with their B team. So imagine what we look like with our A team out there. We've got Sekulic coming in. We've got Aliseta coming in. we got Gaston coming in. we got Stojanovic coming in. So are you saying is, if the A team was there, we would tie? I think that if the A team was there, we might win. If the A team was there and Miguel Barro was playing like he did against us on Sunday, then we'd tie. Because, oh my God, Miguel Barro just absolutely kept us in that game. But yeah, anyway, think, <laughs> well, like we played well, and I think that no, I mean, yeah, this was the best I've seen the fire play since the since... first game last season when against the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah, if you basically, that game, which is really frightening. Uh, we uh, I, I think RJ and I were talking about this during the game, which was before the game. If you told me we were going to lose two to one, I'd say okay, that's fine. But during that game, like. I didn't want to lose. That it was actually disheartening that the fire lost. Well, unbelievable scenes here. Fire fans feeling bad for the fire losing. You just I know it never it. Ha- that never happens. <laughs> that never happens. I was disappointed in a good way. I mean, the fire should have at least drawn or won. Yeah, the fire. The fire earned something out of that game, and I think that you know it's... what? Abolish offside rules. Okay, let's not go that far. <laughs> Well, if we're gonna boss it off, we gotta bring back Nikolic because he would have he would thrive. It's encouraging the way that we played, and so I also want to say another encouraging thing, which was Papa Joe going to Seattle, uh, hanging out with the supporters, uh, having a shot, having a travel bottle of Malort with uh, some of the fire fans. So yeah, that's that, that's a good thing. I, I really like that, and I like that uh, we have an owner who's showing up to things. We used to have, well, back when Houtman first bought the fire, he did show up to a few Section 8. Uh, and and he just ended up. <laughs> you heard that from me, and now we're going to have to bleep it. <laughs> and now uh, I know this now, and I will be making that joke for some of podcast. I, I think I've told you about it before, but I'll tell you. I later. think I've heard about it. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, we got we uh, before we end it, let's do a bit of a preview of uh, the New England game, which uh, New England honestly looked pretty dang good, in my opinion, in terms of compared to what they were beforehand. So when Bruce Arena took over, 
they actually got good and they actually like started getting a couple of different good players. I forgot the names of them, but I know they got some good players recently. The so. Gustavo Bow is their best player up top. He scored against the fire last year and he's quite good. But I have they, no comment on Bruce a, Arena. Oh yeah, I can't say Bruce Arena, but that should be a really good matchup in terms of like the the playoff structure in the East because those are two teams that are very even. And yeah, the big thing good. is, if the Fire play like they play in Seattle, they'll win. But if the Fire play like the Fire always play when fans have hope, they'll lose, and that's the very scary thing about it. Yeah, I think I think that this is a different Fire team, though. I think we saw with that game. I don't think we've ever seen the fire pass like that. I don't think I've ever seen the fire pass like that. Oh, I'm going to say something controversial, aren't I? Um, Go ahead, do it. One of the, 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 one of, I think the best game I remember ever watching the fire play was actually last season when they played Minnesota, who were really good going to the game. And the fire looked incredible in the midfield. And I, don't, I guess that game was just an anomaly where everything went perfectly because they fell apart after that. But. I've heard that I've heard the, the this is a new fire team way too many times, so that's why I'm still very skeptic. Every yeah, game against think... LAFC was the best. I watched that game at a bachelor's party in Milwaukee with a bunch of drunk hockey players, <laughs> so that's why the LAFC game was the best. By like on a personal note. Oh, uh, I, I can I can talk about a few other games that I think were the best, mostly because of just what surrounded it. But yeah, yeah. but I mean, like in terms of how they play in the field, I've 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 seen the fire performances in like that. But what always trips them up is building off of that performance. And that's going to be the big thing to watch out for against New England. Yeah. That's going to be so big. Uh, I think that's... Yeah, it, even though I do keep saying it's a new fire team, it's still the fire. We still saw that with like Collier ruining everything with that final this goal. This is the culture of Chicago Fire Football Club. 95th minute. This is the way. Uh... <laughs> And so, uh, well, with uh, do you think Sapong is coming back? Because I haven't. Have you even? Have any of you even seen what it was that kept Sapong out? I'm assuming he'll be back if they haven't reported anything about it. It must have been just like he had a cold or something. He caught my cold, I guess. Oh uh, no! Oh dear! I know. I ruined everything. I broke. I broke vending machine. Chan. I gave Sapong a cold by not even being near him. This is you jinxed all- Collier gone downhill uh but yeah i mean technically i would be the hot spot one coming from arlington heights so you're just the super spreader at this point i gave it to you and then you gave it to everyone else i can hear the uh i can hear all right so i will no longer be stood next to jiggly during fire games this season in in fear i'll be better by then no we won't i'll either be better i'll be dead okay like just deal with it that's the spirit Let's like go. the fire season next week. Hey, oh. <laughs> All uh, right. So yeah, let's let's, let's do uh, let's that do predictions for next week then. I'll go first because mine's probably gonna be the most upsetting. But I'm saying one one. I just I mm, I can't see anything other than a one one. Uh, RJ, three one. Four. Leave that up to your imagination. Oh no. <laughs> like I did. Like oh, I did for no. last week. I'm going to I'm going to go all in and I'm going to say. Uh, Two nil fire. You you know Craig Callum's still playing in goal, right? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Oh, that's gonna be it's he. Uh, it's his uh, when he eventually makes that mistake. It's gonna be at least hilarious because we'll have such a long build up for it. 
Um, so yeah, that's gonna be what's. Do we have anything else that we want to that we want to talk about before we end? No, just wash and your I hands. Think episode feels a bit shorter than it should be. I think like we got like a couple more minutes in us. That's what she said. Hey, oh, <laughs> that's oh, oh, okay. I mean, let's <laughs> let's good. do some quick football roundup news. Uh, Manchester, I got banned from Europe City. Won the Caribou Cup. Um, oh yeah, you are literally the that. only person that cares about the Caribou Cup. <laughs> I was going to talk about how you were going to. I was going to tweet something about that when I, I saw make that jokes set. about the Caribou Cup and caring about it, but it's genuinely the most useless tournament in all of professional sports. Uh, Bayern is uh, back to um, uh, back in first place in the Bundesliga. What Real Madrid. Let's talk about the J League. Real Madrid is also back in first place. Uh, for the J League, they are thinking about suspending matches oh, yeah. until the end of March. I completely forgot what I was saying that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's suspended right now. So. In uh, Liga MX news, me Monterrey is in like near the bottom of the table apparently they they're just suffering from that Champions League um us hangover I guess yeah, hangover you don't deserve which is a shame uh, but it's all right the Canadian Premier League is going to start up soon oh yeah one of these weeks one of these weeks one of these weeks we'll do it one one day one day uh also uh I I want to make sure that everyone understands Guys, we really want to be considered uh, also as well as a Chicago Fire podcast, also a Chicago Red Stars podcast. Even though I'm one of the only people here talking about it, I'm going to force Adnan to care. And RJ hopefully is going to care on his own. I talk about the I I know, I know. Hey, Jiggly, what are you fire shots here for? Come on, man. I am going to fire shots until things change. Wait, wait. Did they officially sign JJ Watt yet? I love making that joke. I love making that joke. I just want to see JJ Watt in a Red Stars jersey uh, tackle song. I don't know as much information as you, but I'm a casual observer, and I did my bit and like said stuff. I just want to see him tackle someone in a Red Stars jersey, and I'll be happy. I think that I don't think that the Red Stars have actually announced their signings this season yet. Uh, They they the NWSL does this whole thing where like you announce all of your signings, even though like we know they're already signed. Uh, sort of like options, except uh, more complicated, I guess, whatever, or less complicated. I don't know. I just know that they haven't announced all their signings yet. And they haven't we're, started. Cool. We're, we're doing this, we're pushing this because we want to get on iTunes and Google podcasts. That, and I also want to get, I want us to be reviewed by the, uh, by the, God, what, what's it called again? I know the person who runs it. Too. Oh, okay. Now, you just blew our chance. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Jiggly. What have you done? You've you Frank DeBoer'd it. I Frank DeBoer'd it. Are you, worst are you talking about that? Um, are you talking about the fanzine? That, um, fanzine. Um, yes. Two uh, S four S. Yeah. I, I forgot. I forgot the actual full name for it. Uh, two stripes, four stars. Yeah, two stripes, four stars. Even I know this. Yeah. And you're saying. I just want us to be reviewed by them. <laughs> We've come to a screeching halt here. <laughs> well, because we didn't have anything else to talk about, I was like, "No, we need to keep talking." Uh, our joke is that we're we're uh, we're wasting time so that RJ doesn't do the North Lot podcast after this. <laughs> just so, just so it's. Uh, I'd never mind. I don't even know where I was going. Ah, with that. yes, the North Lot podcast, where you can find us on Stitcher, Anchor, wait, iTunes, wait a second, Google. wait a second, wait a second, wait, wait a second. <laughs> 
You better be plugging us on North Lot. I do. I I, I dropped um subtle hands. Oh yeah, I, did. I forgot subtle to listen hands. to that. You're gonna and see the worst thing is that's gonna make me listen to the podcast and it's just gonna gain them a viewer now. So well done, RJ. Your 3D chess is unbelievable. Gosh dang. 3D yeah, but that's chess. that's that's what I learned in Columbia College, not in like Roosevelt. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here I mean, we go. College of I, is the best I, uh, community I college. I might hate Roosevelt University, but I still go there. All right. <laughs> you, you know what? I'm an I I originally wanted to go to Northwestern, so I'm a Northwestern reject, and I just I'm, ended yeah, I'm up a Loyola reject. There's no I, way I was coming close to Loyola. I just went straight to College of DuPage. I like I sent an application to NIU, and I was like, I don't care what you say. I'm going to COD. <laughs> I went to Harper College first, so shout out to Harper. I need to find there was a something that there was somebody who was talking about how like oh I want a podcast where the where everyone talk where like they talk about the fire and then tangent off into things that have nothing to do with the fire and I was like that's this podcast listen to our podcast please guys everyone listen to our podcast you're already listening continue listening please I see the hey. numbers I see I see how it goes up and down and you need to make this thing go up and up I see uh, our Twitter analytics. Our Twitter does better than the podcast. Hey, it's a start. It's a start. And we only have 22 followers. We get hey, we'll, like six listeners, I think, for the podcast. We'll get there one day. Someday. Maybe. Um, Probably. So yeah, that's it. That's it, I guess. Uh, any, any final notes? Uh, no, just wash your hands, please. Wash your hands. Wash don't your visit um, don't whatever visit. region that was. Arlington, Arlington, yeah. I mean, that's right near Desplaines, so R.I.P.U. That's what you uh, think. I'm on, I'm built I'm different. on the southwest. I'm on the southwest side, so I'm nowhere near you. Sweet. Uh, uh, I'll make sure that uh, Vending Machine Chan uh, never has to deal with that again, or at least when, whenever she does, because, I mean, it's a really cheap plastic thing. Uh, I will make sure to continue fixing Vending Machine Chan, whatever happens. Because it's just the funniest thing to me. She's going to continue. She is the new uh, fourth member of the, the sad. Well, fifth member because we also have Craig. Of course, what a happy family! So, so when we take the group photo in Soldier Field, we're just gonna like MS Paint vending machine Chan and Craig right in the corner. Yep. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. So thank you all for listening. Uh, I'm Jiggly. I've still been odd now. Hasta luego, RJ. Oh, he did it. Did the thing. <laughs>